This is the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. Welcome to the number one daily podcast for all things Georgia Bulldogs sports. Uh, Hey, a few things you should know right off the bat if you are new to the show. Uh, Surprise, surprise, Daniel and I are not recruiting gurus, nor do we have inside connections, Daniel. Why why are we hosting a podcast then? Great question. (laughs) Here's the thing, guys. I think you should answer that. That's not who we're trying to be. We're just two guys that love talking about the Bulldogs. We're just like you. It's just that we have a podcast. We're a podcast for fans, by fans, uh, which means that we would love for you to join in the conversation because you're fans just like us. You can email us at LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at Dogs Podcast. We want to talk about the things that you want to talk about. We do a mailbag uh, on tomorrow's show, on the Wednesday yep. show. So if you have not yet gotten us uh, your questions, your comments, you can uh, hit us up on Twitter. As you're listening to this, you need to get them to us by Tuesday night when we record the Wednesday show. Um, <clears throat> but get us your questions, get us your comments, um, uh, and every Wednesday we'll get around to answering as many of those as we can. Uh, you can also help us out by subscribing to this podcast wherever you're currently listening to the podcast. They probably give you an option to subscribe. You should do that. You can leave us a rating or a review. If your podcast service involves stars, you can give us all of them. Give them all five. Some of them, Clint, did you know that they only have one star? There's either just star or not star. So in that that case, a one star rating is perfectly acceptable. (laughs) Whatever the highest amount is, do that one. Do that one thing. Uh, Tell your friends, tell your mom, Call your brother. Uh, we're going to be here Monday through Friday, every day. Yes, we are talking about the dogs. What are we going to talk about today, Clint? Uh, we got three segments for you. One, moving on. Does this loss at South Carolina? If you were on the podcast with us yesterday, we lamented some execution or coaching discussions. We talked about who was to blame, who had the worst game of their career. Hint: lots of Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, but we're going to talk about how does this impact the rest of our season. Uh, what are our goals and can we achieve them? Uh, yeah, we're going through the stages of grief together, people. Move on with us. Uh, That's right. The second segment, we're going to have a would you rather. Daniel and I are going to ping pong some would you rathers to each other. We want to hear your thoughts on them as well. And then lastly, uh, we're going to do a little preview of excited, nervous, and don't sleep on, a segment that we've done before for Kentucky. What are you excited about? What are you nervous about? And what shouldn't we sleep on? Uh, and so, Daniel, uh, I'll pitch it back to you. Does this loss at USC Junior or or at Athens, which, again, I still can't believe that, uh, still coming off the lips, it feels dirty. Um, does this dirty. loss – it's very it's very dirty. Uh, does this loss impact our goals for this season? Uh, I mean, we wrote the question, so it's hard to have, have, have problems with the question. Yeah. Uh, Nobody's going to feel sorry for me for complaining about a question that I wrote to answer for myself. That's a that's a true Michael Scott move right there. It really, it really is. This is an unfair question. This is this is nonsense. I decline to comment. We're on to Cincinnati. Uh, listen, it's yes and no is the thing. Um, are our okay. goals still out there in front of us? Of course they are. Of course they are. We run the table. We win the national championship. 
period. We win all the rest of the games on our schedule. We're holding up the trophy at the end of the year. The confetti's falling. Um, we've already forgotten about this game. We've all we've all smashed our TVs in joy. We've looted the local hardware store near our house. It's just everything. All, it's all gone. It's all broken loose. The classic uh, city is not a classic city any longer. There's just the fires are coming down to Georgia once again. The South no. is burning. ESPN will be covering it. CNN will be covering it. All the major yeah. news outlets will be there uh, <laughs> because things are going to be going down. So, yeah, we win all the rest of the games on our schedule. Nobody's talking about this game at the end of the year. Nobody okay. cares about South Carolina at the end of the year. The problem is that we are the same team moving forward. <laughs> it's like there's, That's a, there's, not, a problem. there's not another team coming along. And so – Will we win the rest of the games on our schedule? Look, I don't, I don't know. But it, the team that I saw on Saturday, and listen, I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and say what we've all been thinking. Give it the to me team straight, that, The team that we've seen all year, all right, that team ain't winning the rest of the games on the schedule. Nope. And listen, we got on this podcast last week, and we gave out a public service announcement. We told you to shut up about complaining about Tennessee and how slow start we got off to and all that stuff because we came back and we rallied and we covered and we played well and we shut them down in the second half. Well, all those things that people were complaining about about Tennessee or about Notre Dame – or about how we couldn't seem to run up the score on Vanderbilt at the beginning of the season. All those things happened only for the whole game this time. Yep. Uh, which leads me to believe that there's issues that are bigger. Now listen, can yeah. we get issues fixed? Yes, we can. Will we get issues fixed? I honestly have no idea, Clint. What do you think? So let me answer this in two parts as well. Part one, Daniel, is any two-loss team making the playoffs in college football format? Nope. Okay. So Listen, I'm uh, not saying it's impossible, but this year specifically, there will not be a two-loss team that will make the playoffs, period. If we had lost to a one-loss Alabama, if they let's say hypothetically they, they go and get beat up on by LSU, okay, and they lose a game, but then they beat us in the SEC championship, and our only losses to Alabama in the SEC championship, do we make the college football playoff? Not this year, we don't. Okay. Look, all of our goals are still out in front of us, okay? We have made it insanely hard for ourselves. We have embarrassed ourselves. We have embarrassed the name of Georgia and of Athens, and quite frankly, this podcast, okay? so Which just, you should have said that one first. <laughs> We should have said that one first. You have sullied the good name of Locked On Bulldogs, okay? How dare you? Um, How dare you, sir? If I had a glove, I would take it off and slap you with it. uh, That's happened to me before. Um, That sounds like a story for another episode, Clint. Another episode? Not now. Not now. We'll do that around Thanksgiving dinner table when old grandpa's got too much in him. Um, (laughs) No, all of our goals are still out in front of us. I am worried. I don't know if we are who we thought we were at the beginning of the year. Other other ESPN personalities would say they they are who we thought they were. Mm. I don't know if we are who we thought we were any longer. Um, Case in point, look, I know you guys love Zamir White. 
I know that he is a beast going seven yards in a straight line. But do me a favor, go back, rewatch the game, and rewatch Zamir have a open lane to either side of the block that was set for him, and him just decide I'm going to barrel my head down and go straight at the backside of my offensive lineman. Go back and watch it. He could have broken off 15, 20, 25 yard runs if he would have had vision. Now, that's just case in point. Did we think we were this juggernaut that could have these big explosive plays? We did. Are we though? I don't know. I, I'm fine winning a national championship and doing it ugly. I really am. If we win a national championship and it's in an ugly fashion, I don't care. Because the, you know what? Nobody can say of Trent Dilfer. Nobody can say he's not a Super Bowl winning quarterback. There's a lot of things people can say about Trent Dilfer. <laughs> well, we're not here to do that. We don't have time, um, Daniel. Listen, I absolutely give me the most disputed, contested, Ugly national championship in the history of sports. Sure. Because it's don't the national care. championship. Uh, don't care at all. I, I think I'm going to go back to, I ended the show on, on Monday talking about how the one word I used to describe this game was humbling. And I, I think I'm going to carry that into, I'm going to carry that into this conversation and say um, that humbling was the best thing that could have happened to us, Georgia yep. fans. Because I'm sick of, I'm sick of the 24-point spread covers. I'm sick of the run up the score and make them quit and make them make the other team leave the stadium and checkerboard effing Nealon. Okay, that I'm was, sick of oh the. Gosh. I'm sick of the. I'm sick of the nonsense and I, I'm going to get back to trying to win the football game and being That's happy it. when my team wins the football game. That's it. Because I think this team still has a chance. I don't think this is Mark Richt 2.0. I don't think this is a, you know, every year Kirby's going to be a 9-3, and 10-2 and two type of coach and we're never going to be able to win the big one and we had our shot and it's gone. I, don't, I genuinely don't believe that is going to be the case. I think this team's got a national championship in it. I, I, I believe that before the season. I believe that still. I don't know if it'll be this year. I hope it is. But I think there's a national championship in the near future. I, but I, but I just want to watch us win football games. That's it. And and just get back to get back to the basics. Well, it's funny you'd say you would rather uh, watch us win football games because Daniel, that's exactly what we're going to do next. We're going to play a game of Would You Rather. Um, finishing up our first segment of Does This Destroy Our Hopes and going into our Would You Rather. Uh, all right, Daniel. So. Would you rather? Here's my question uh, for you. I'll, I'll lead us off. I was, I am, not was, I am still wildly disappointed in our wide receiver play. For the most part, you had said on Monday we couldn't get separation from anybody. We were just stuck on like glue to every defender. It was like we wanted to have contested passes. We were, we were dragging defenders along, saying Correct. like, no, I'm going this way now. Come this Come. way with me. We're just screaming out routes like, like, like quick slant, quick slant, dig, dig, 10 yard in, just stupid. Um, But Daniel, here's my would you rather, would you rather not play any wide receiver besides Cager, Blaylock, and Jorge Pickens? So those are the only three receivers you can trot out all game long. That's all I got. Or would you... Only get to play DeAndre Swift and Brian Harrion. 
Those are the only running backs you got. Which which group of only group uh, uh, position players would you rather have? This goes back to your your substitution uh, situation where you're it does you're anti substitutes now all of a sudden. Um, I, yeah, that was a weird turn. I don't know how that happened. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Cager, Blaylock, and Jorge only uh, for the simple fact that I'm not done with Zamir. Mm-hmm. Zamir, didn't, Zamir didn't have a great game. He had 12 carries for 44 yards. That's that's not great. He, he did mm-hmm. miss some holes. But I do think he's got something to offer, and I do think – where are the explosive runs, Clint? Can I just for one minute – where are the big runs? Do you know where, where they're the fi- at? Where are the 50 you know where they're yarders? At? They're at Tyler Simmons' end around. That's where they're at, Daniel. We're not doing off tackle with DeAndre Swift putting his right foot in the ground and charging upfield for 50 yards. They're going to other stupid plays. That's where they're going. I thought you were going to say they were at the Cleveland Browns because that's, <laughs> that's where I feel like they're at. Well, that's a I great feel like point, they actually. left and went to play for Cleveland. Um, God, DeAndre Swift, where are these, where are these runs? Where, DeAndre Swift's having an unbelievable year. Okay, yep. like DeAndre Swift's the best running back in college football. There's no doubt about it. But he's not. But where's the foot in the ground? Shake a guy and bust it off for 40, 50. I just, ugh, it's frustrating. Anyway, I think Zamir White's got something to offer. I think James Cook is a weapon on the edge at receiver as well. So I would rather play be able to play those two guys than be able to play any of those other wide receivers. Give me the, that three. Cager, by the way, Lawrence Cager's got to be healthy. I love the fact that by the that Kirby Smart, I guess out of guilt because we lost. You ever notice that? Kirby Smart, when yeah. we lose, he gets to talking. He's very talkative. Uh-huh. He's real chatty. You cannot get a word out of him when we're winning. But when we lose, all of a sudden, uh, Tyson Campbell's got turf toe. Hell, oh. Oh, that's, I guess. That's I guess new information. Lawrence Cager has been dealing with a separated shoulder. I feel like we just announced that Lawrence Cager has a separated shoulder. I wonder if any of the other defenses in the SEC will listen to that. Huh. And try to hit him on the shoulder more. Huh. Nah, people would never do that. No, Would we're they? gonna heal him. No, no, yeah. no, no. He'll be fine. Well, Lawrence Cager better be healthy because he's to say yeah. he's the best wide receiver on this team is the understatement of the decade. Uh, by the way, that is the absolute right side. Give me Cager, Blaylock, Jorge, and let me run whatever running back. I'm not done with the running backs. I am done with every wide receiver besides those three. They can all just they can all walk. All right, I'm moving on to Kentucky. All right. Okay. Um. No, I'm not going to move on to Kentucky yet. I'm going to say in general, when you okay. think about upcoming games, it doesn't have to be Kentucky. I'm saying in general. Would you rather see Georgia pitch a shutout, shut somebody out, and score an average number of points? Or would you rather see Georgia score 50? Same, margin, go- same margin of victory. So let's say it's 21 to nothing in the shutout. Okay. And it would be twenty nine to fifty in the fifty point game. 
Would you rather us pitch a shutout and win by 21 or score 50 and win by 21? This is going to go against every single thing I've ever thought about football, Daniel. Give me the 50 points and give them to me this week and the next week and the week after. I need to know we can run up and and keep pace and tempo with these other offenses we're coming up against. I need confidence in the 50 in such a bad way, Daniel. It's not even close for me. Gosh, I just feel like I need this. I don't know when I'm going to be able to say this. I'm going to say this now. I'm going to try to say this really quickly. Um, Georgia runs a pro-style offense. Sure. Which is a term meaning we run the quarterback under center. Uh-huh. And we run and we run the ball an inordinate amount of times. We run play hard play action pass. Pro-style offense is a type of college offense. It has nothing to do with the way that NFL teams currently run their offense. Yep. I just need everybody to be aware of that if you're not already. It, there's not a single team in the NFL that runs what college coaches would call a pro-style offense. Dan, do you remember all those highlights of Peyton Manning? What was he what was he doing with his leg saying Omaha, Omaha? Yeah. He was just he was throwing that thing up there in shotgun formation, Daniel, with split running backs on the other side and spread wide receivers. Okay. I mean, just look at I mean, and I'm not listen, everybody's offensive coordinator talk, offensive coordinator of Georgia has been, will be for the rest of time, the least liked person in the history of sports, the offensive coordinator at the University of Georgia. James Coley, welcome to the club. You're getting paid a lot of money to have a lot of people hate you. Uh, I'm not trying to jump on that bandwagon. But look at Joe Brady from at LSU, the offensive coordinator at LSU. He's nine right. and a half years old. Okay, He just celebra- he just had his bar mitzvah the He's, other day. He, he, actually, he actually was the face for Elf on a Shelf. <laughs> uh, Joe Brady came over from the Saints. Joe Brady runs an NFL-style offense. Uh-huh. Okay, That's what teams in the NFL do. Nobody in the NFL runs the system that Georgia runs. So when we say we nope. run a pro-style offense, what we're saying is we run a college offense that's called a pro-style offense. It has nothing to do with NFL. All right? Now, listen, the NFL doesn't run the NFL doesn't run the air raid either. Correct. But they don't run what we run. And like we need to be able to score. Everybody's craving us to be able to score more points because that's what football is now. Like, and that's why the best teams in football are those teams. Period. Like without yeah. exception. Now you must be able to control the line. You must be able to stop them. Like we're not saying you. You know what Daniel has this famous saying on this podcast: two things can be true at the same time. Okay, that's right. We can we can just change our offensive philosophy a bit. It doesn't have to be tweaked wildly, by the way. Just nope. just call more plays that were in line with tempo and spread and getting people the ball in quick plays. And we can also have a tenacious all-out baller D. Two things can be true at the same time. But I need yeah. 50 points. Who had the best defensive line in football last year? Clemson. Uh-huh. Who had the best offense in football last year? Clemson. There you go. That's, so you don't have to look very far 
to be able to see yep. that both those things can be true at the same time. All right, uh, that's would you rather. Uh, we're moving on to Cincinnati. Nay, we're moving on to Kentucky. Uh, in our last segment, we are going to talk about the Kentucky game. Uh, it's Tuesday. It's time to start thinking. It's time to, t- time to turn the page. We will never talk about South Carolina again. It's done. Uh, it's finished forever. Uh, we're going to give our early thoughts on the Kentucky game by playing a little what are you excited about, what are you nervous about, what are people sleeping on. Uh, it's a fan favorite. It's one of our favorites. Uh, and so we're going to preview the Kentucky game uh, in our third segment. All right. It's Kentucky week. Um, uh, Clint, let's not beat around the bush. Let's not do what it. Are you, what are you excited about? when it comes to the Kentucky game. All right, I'm excited for one person and one person only because I need him. I just got done saying I want to see 50 points because I think that's all about the offense and the offensive line determining that Kentucky will not stop us and I will punish you. That's all that that 50 points is about, and that's Lawrence Cager and Blaylock and DeAndre Swift and Jake Fromm getting their heads right. Uh, What I'm most excited about, I'm looking at you, Dan Lanning. Here's what I need. I need you to to absolutely coach. Like I need you to internalize Kirby Smart as a head coach, but as a DC. I need you to go back and watch film of him as a DC at Alabama. And I need you to light a fire and send some blitzes and get Tay Crowder and Monty Rice and Nolan and Tyler Clark. I need you to get those guys going and unleash them on Kentucky. That's what I'm excited about. Yeah, I'm right there. I'm right there with you, Clint. I'm I'm excited about angry Kirby. Listen, I don't like I don't like losing. But um you know who likes losing less than I do? Uh-huh. It's Kirby Smart. There's nobody that likes losing. Not Georgia fan. You don't like losing less than Kirby Smart. You don't hate it more. Nope. Uh Kirby comes out of the press conference he's very composed right he's going to come out address the media he's very composed but kirby's angry this week mm-hmm. all right and I, I need a hulk smash moment from kirby all right yeah i need him to come out and just decide somebody's gonna have to pay for this and mark stoops Sorry about your life. Tag, you're it. You drew the shortest straw on the schedule that you could possibly have drawn. There wasn't wasn't actually a straw. It It was just you went to draw a straw. And then Kirby punched you in the face instead of... <laughs> he, he opened his hand and then clenched a fist automatically and just jabbed you in the nose. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm excited about. I'm excited okay. about this team playing angry. Um, but, but what are you nervous about? We're coming off a, listen, in a different world, in a different set of circumstances, it would be a struggle for you to think of something to be nervous about going into the Kentucky game. Would it not? It it would. This should be tough. If I didn't see what Saturday. Yeah, I should be sitting here going, man, I guess, I don't know if Jake has under 70% completion rating. That's what I would have said had Saturday not taken place. But what about now in real life, Clint? What are you nervous oh, about? I am genuinely 
absolutely 100% nervous that our offense will have not a single identity after this game. That we'll look back and we will say, if I was to ask you, what does pro style mean, or uh, who's the lead back, or how many, who's who's our playmaker, or how do we, how are we going to carve people up? Who's scared of us? And we leave Kentucky winning, but us going, I, I don't know. We're we're a running team? Question mark. We're we're really good at. At the deep 50-50 ball with Cager, question mark? I'm nervous that we'll come out of this, hopefully, gosh, with a win, uh, but with no offensive identity. Yeah, it's, it's, that's, I'm nervous about a a few things. And, And that's, that is certainly one of them. Like, if we score 24 points in this game, I don't know. You will have to, you will have to come find me for me to record this podcast. Then, like, yeah. because I will be on a walkabout yep. somewhere. Like, I will just start walking and don't know if I'll stop. I'm not nervous about 24 points, though. I mean, I am, but that's not the thing I'm most nervous about. I'm most nervous about doing exactly what I hope we'll do, and what I want us to do. Uh huh. I'm most nervous that angry Kirby's going to come out. He's going to punch straight through um, Kentucky's face uh, all the way to John Calipari. John Calipari's hair is going to get messed up. We're going to beat Kentucky so bad. Uh, We're going to blow him out. We're going to win by a million points. Okay. And after the game, I'm still going to feel the same way. That's That's what I'm most nervous about. Um, I'm most nervous that it's going to be uh, a great game. And all that talk I did at the beginning about how I just want to win and I just want to watch my (laughs) team win the game and how I want to be happy about winning and all that stuff. I'm a little nervous, Glenn. I'm not not great at that stuff. And so uh, that's... That's the thing that's got me losing a little sleep going into this game. Not that we're going to lose, because we sure as heck ain't going to lose. Come on, come on. Look, stop. Okay, just I I can't. I I just can't. Emotionally, I can't. I think what you're saying is this. Daniel, uh, quick question. Who's a better team right now, Florida or us? (sighs) We've talked about this several times off the air. But I need it to be on the air now, Daniel. I need I was this. Ho- I need this recorded. Look, Georgia fans, you talk. You talk all you want. <clears throat> I'm not. I'm not telling you I'm picking Florida to win the game in in two weeks. I'm not making a pick <clears throat> about who's going to win the game in two weeks. But if you don't think Florida's a better team than us right now, you haven't been watching football. All you've been yeah. doing is watching recruiting rankings. Correct. And Georgia fans, remember that thing about humbling yourself, recruiting rankings. Uh-huh. Those those people that work at Rivals make some money, but they don't make as much money as college football coaches for a reason. Cause Correct. Because like, they're not the ones building the teams. Yeah. Uh, yeah Florida's, Florida's a better, better team, team right now, Dan. It's it's not even close right now. And here's what I hear you saying, that we beat Kentucky and we still look at each other and we come back on this podcast and say, I don't know how we're beating Florida. 
That's what we're nervous about. We win against we win fifty nothing against Kentucky, and we look at each other and go, "We're we're going to be exposed." That that would yeah. be the worst case scenario. We're going to be going into a bye week. Florida plays this week. They're going to win. They're going to be going into a bye week. Uh, so this is it before Florida. This is the last chance to get some confidence and some mojo. I'm nervous. That's not gonna. Yep. That's not gonna happen. All right, Daniel, don't sleep on. <coughs> what are you not sleeping on in this game? I'll start. I'm not sleeping on a new offensive line rotation. Daniel, don't sleep on Kirby wow. shaking things up, Sam Pittman shaking things up on the offensive line because we got abused on the line of scrimmage. Quick question, does Kirby consider the line of scrimmage and controlling it important into his overall philosophy? It's uh, footballing. That's what he it's, considers to be playing football. And if we absolutely reeked on that side of the ball, don't ex- don't don't sleep on a new rotation on the O-line. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. I like that. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't either. I don't know, I don't know what it's going to look like, but uh, we shall see. Uh, we shall see what kind of reports are coming out of practice as we move through the week and what, uh, what we can expect on the offensive line. Listen, I, don't sleep on me betting on Kentucky to cover in this game. Oh, Daniel. Oh, no. I, I don't bet against Georgia. As a rule, um, because that's not the kind of juju I'm trying to invite into my life. You know what I'm trying yeah. to say? That's like. <laughs> but if there is juju, I'm not trying to have that kind. Uh, Thursday, we're going to get to the locks, uh, as we always do, and we will be talking about this. The line right now for this game is 24 and a half points. How? Clint. How? 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 24 and a half. That's too many daggum points. Who the in points. their right? Who in the world would bet on this team to beat any team by more than twenty four and a half points? Who would do such a thing? I can't. I just. No, I can't do it. That that line is disgusting. It makes me hate football even more than I already do. Um, yeah. So don't sleep on when we get to the locks. I'm a. I might be throwing a curveball into the mix. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, all right, that's it for us today. Um, uh, <clears throat> it is, Daniel. K- Kentucky game. Clint, you exci- you're excited about this game. We need this game. We need, I need, we need something. I need Saturday. I need to see Jake Fromm back under center slinging the ball. I need to see DeAndre Swift get 15 carries. Uh, I need to see it in a big, big way, Daniel. I'm very you excited ever, for it. You ever wake up in the middle of the night uh, cause you got a barf like, cause you're sick. You know, this is a, this is a fitting analogy, uh, to what we watched on Saturday. You ever wake up in the middle of the night and puke and then you have a decision to make. It's uh-huh. 3 a.m. It's 3 a.m. You did not have the foresight to put the water next to the bed. That was your okay? bad. That's a bad, that's a bad move. <clears throat> so now it's 3 a.m. You're feeling a little better because you just threw up, and uh-huh. so things are kind of things are kind of moving. Um, now you got to decide: are you going to go back to bed without walking down, or are you going to walk downstairs in your bare feet onto the cold kitchen floor and get you some water to get that taste out of your mouth? This game is that glass of water, Clint. I gotta like, I gotta, I gotta go this. get it. I gotta go. I don't care what it costs me. 
I just I gotta get this taste. I'm mouth. stepping I, on every Lego between me yeah. and that kitchen. I don't care. Don't care. We just gotta. We can't live like this any longer. No. Nope. I need I need Saturday to get here. Um, <clears throat> we will be back tomorrow. It's Wednesday. Tomorrow, uh, if you're listening to this and it's still Tuesday, uh, you should get us your comments and questions for the mailbag. Tomorrow, yep. we're going to be talking about that. Uh, Clint, you've been reading anything on the internet lately? Anything going uh, on out there on the interwebs? I actually have made it a rule not to read anything on the internet right now, but that's going to change because we're going to read dumb stuff we read on the internet, what people are saying in a segment, do our mailbag, and talk about Kirby Smart's presser on our media roundup Wednesday is what we're going to do. Uh, and if you want to get us your mailbag questions, lockedonbulldogs at gmail.com. One more time, lockedonbulldogs, gmail.com, or DM us. Dogs Podcast is on Twitter. Uh, mention us because we don't actually look at the Twitter feed because you guys we can't we can't we can't just we can't we can't do it. Uh, it's so not mention you. us. It's the other. It's people. not you. It's, it's the other people. Yes, like we've said it's before. Uh, but let us know. Uh, Dogs Podcast. Dogs with a W D A W G S Podcast on Twitter. Locked on Bulldogs at Gmail. We'll be back every single day of the week talking Georgia sports in particular. Kirby Smart's presser and all the media stuff. Uh, We will see you guys then. All right. See you tomorrow.